<laughs> oh, we we're recording? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of Technical File, the sports podcast that you never knew you needed. My name is Tim. I am the T in Technical File. How are y'all doing today? They can't answer you, bro. They will. Somebody say, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Eric J. And I am Camille. I am the point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, and the prototypical <clears throat> girl next door. I am the K, K Harris, the gentleman, a.k.a. K Diddy, the one and only, yours truly. Okay. I thought you were going to give us the Bret Hart. No, no, I tried to switch it up this week. Switch it up? Okay, <laughs> cool. All switch right. it up. So how was everybody's week? Not bad. Uh, it's kind of, I'm not going to lie, I'm getting used to doing this on uh, Wednesdays. <laughs> it's our I kind of missed it on Saturday. Uh, it was, yeah, I got to find a way to fill my Saturday now. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, other than that, it was it was a pretty good week. It was pretty it was pretty dope. It was laid back. Kicked it with the Monsters this past weekend. Uh, the Monsters is his kids, Yeah, I way. call my kids Monsters because, you know, kids like to terrorize you and then they try to be all cute and stuff. They're more so like uh, the sweet and, Gimzo, uh, uh, Gizmo from the uh, Gremlins. You know, if you put some water on him, he'll turn into the ugly one. But most of the time, he's cute. All right. So that's that's why I, that's what I think of my kids. That's <laughs> interesting. Just don't splash them with no water, and they could. Oh, that's all right. I mean, my week was all right. Uh, thank you, Andrew, for wishing me luck on my performance uh, review that I had last week. It went very well. Eric over here about to break down the, the mic. Break the walls down. <laughs> My bad. But the performance review went very well. I got a hefty raise. Oh, see, hefty. that's what's up. Hefty. It was hefty, hefty. God is good. God is good all the all time. All the time. And all the time. And Let all me, the time. Let God me hold something. <laughs> you got a buck. Let me hold a buck. Yeah, and it's just been a good week. I mean, been busy uh, with work. I'm in school, so I got a lot of homework. I'm in law class this, this summer, so... Laws, a lot of work, yeah, and uh, planning this tailgate. Like I was telling y'all, we got all the liquor in the food now, so it's on. We got turn th- up. We got three handles of liquor. We got some crown apple. We got some honey wild turkey. We got some eighteen hundred. Although we might not need the eighteen hundred because Tim bought this Sam's Club economy size. Hey, hey, that's just for us. Like, I'm just saying. I mean, <laughs> it's the same size the bottle we gonna have on Saturday. Eighteen hundred yeah. is the devil, by the way. And then Norman bought about. <laughs> I think like almost 60 beers and we got some mics and we got all kinds of juice and soda. Oh, we got food. <laughs> you know, my, my husband be on the grill. He going to cook everything. He told me not to mess with him when he cooked. So that's all him on Saturday. He, um, you can't mess with him, but your boy, I might, I might go pay him. He would myself. definitely tell you to move around as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll be having uh, some chicken, hamburger brats, the chorizo brats that everybody be loving on, uh, you know your normal beer brats, hot dogs, baked beans, fruit salad. You know, you know, you know, tailgate stuff. Barbecue. Barbecue. So I hope y'all ready. Everybody at this table. Tim, Eric don't drink, so he don't really. He, you know, he Eric drink water and juice. Hey, he gonna have some. <laughs> Get turn up off that. <laughs> he gonna have some lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody have any shout outs this week? Um. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to shout out the Random Tandem Podcast. Hey. What's up, uh, ladies? Yeah. For uh, having my back on a podcast <laughs> that we will not name at this oh. moment. <clears throat> Voldemort. But yeah, oh. shout out to them. I forgot to last <laughs> week um, during my rant. But yeah, shout out to Sam and Jacor. Definitely. Random Tandem. Shout y'all out. cool with me. Love y'all. You got anything, Ken? No, I don't have any shout outs this week. Just the normal people. Thank y'all for listening. Um, definitely. 
um give us some reviews give us some some, some ratings love. out there you know show us some love but we appreciate you guys definitely such a great segue into the social media plugs you can find us on facebook at technical file podcast on instagram and twitter at technical file you will also find those handles in the description of the podcast uh follow interact we love talking with y'all and debating things and getting different ideas from y'all and thank you to everybody who has reviewed us on itunes that is a big help because the way that apple works without reviews and the downloads and the listens you don't really get too much credit for anything so if you have an iphone or ipod or ipad and you have an apple account you would be doing us a super solid taking you back to the 80s (laughs) if you would log in and give us a review on those websites yes and we will actually post on our technical file uh facebook page the instructions (coughs) on how to do that i have a shout out um i just want to shout out the wife uh the monsters and uh you know that's that's pretty much it you know I, i really didn't you know Nobody tickled my fancy this week. Your eyes are really low right now. <laughs> my eyes is low, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but they glow, though. <laughs> Into the topics of discussion for the week. We're yes, going to come uh, at y'all with some NBA, uh, Big 3, NFL, WWE news. So let's get into it. Chris Paul. Mm. <laughs> I this man right here, he decided to opt in um, on the last year of his deal, and he will be traded to the Houston Rockets for just about their entire team. Uh, Pat- <laughs> Patrick Beverly, Sam Decker, Lou Williams, DeAndre Liggins, Haran Hillard, Montrez Harrell, Kyle, I can't even say his last name. Wil- Montrez Harrell and Kyle Wilcher. There you go. A 2018 <laughs> first-round pick and... Cash, cash, <laughs> almost over five, it's six hundred and sixty-one thousand dollars. Like they out here trading four players to trade because they needed some more salary, pretty much. So, I mean, Chris Paul and James Harden. Harden. Whoa, I blanked on his name. Whoa, <laughs> the, 18, the beard. That eighteen hundred. Thank you, Eric. Uh, they will be the backcourt for the Rockets. So, how do y'all feel about that? Um, so. I'll play both sides. <clears throat> Please don't just say how you feel. <laughs> well, how I feel. Because like I said, I, I've said it several times. Chris Paul is my favorite player. Right. Okay. So I absolutely hate this destination for him. Oh, wow. I didn't I expect you to say that. I do not like him on the Rockets. Why? Because it's not. Granted, Dan Tony does great things with point guards. Don't get me wrong. People who he decides to designate as his point guard, he makes them a he makes them better than what they typically are on a regular basis with any other coach for the most part. But Chris Paul is a playmaker. So Chris Paul needs the ball to be a playmaker. He can play a little bit off the ball. I'm not saying that he can't. Chris Paul is a legitimate superstar that can play off the ball, mm-hmm. with the ball, things like that. But you have, you know, James Harden is like one of the hungry, hungry hippos. Like he needs to have <laughs> the ball at all times. He has to have the ball in his hands to be effective. He's not great off the ball. He's not great on defense at all. So Chris Paul going over there, you have more offense than you need. I mean, they already had a great offense as <coughs> is. You great, you trade for Chris Paul, you lose your entire bench pretty much. So you don't have a bench. And then in the situation with him, they're going. To, he's going to be sharing with. James Harden, Paul is more of a fast first point guard, but Harden needs that ball 
85 to 90% of the time to be okay. effective. Um, I would disagree with the statement that James Harden cannot play off the ball since he was a two guard for his entire career except for He was the number one option two guard. Mm, not his entire not career. Yeah. So What happened in OKC? They didn't want to pay him that extra $4 million. <laughs> And he disappeared in the playoffs. He was like 20. In the finals. He was also very young and a bench player. Different guy. But I'm just saying, like, he spent his first however many years in Houston being the two guard. But I know earlier Eric was mentioning how he kind of didn't mind this trade. So I'm very interested to hear uh, your takes on it. Okay. So, um, like, they would have had to get rid of a lot of players to fit Chris Paul in had they signed him anyway. So them trading all these guys really doesn't make that big of a difference. I would agree. Not worried um, about the trade. I mean, that was actually generous I mean, for but him. But, I mean, like, you... you that was generous right. of him to do so. Right. Well, because he could have just signed with them. It's, in essence, they would have had to still figure it out. But for him to actually opt in and have them trade... I mean, it's kind of a solid to the Clippers. Like, it allowed them to get something in return. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um, it's generous. Right. Like, the only thing they really gave up that they didn't have to was the, the pick. Um, which, I mean, we'll see what happens. But it'll be, like, a low first-round pick. So, I don't think they really mind it. Um, I don't really mind the trade for... The Rockets, I probably personally wouldn't have chosen that destination if I was Chris Paul. but San Antonio would have been better. True. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> they need a point. But I bad. do see a, a avenue for it to work out. Um, the biggest thing being that Paul and Harden were the main two people pushing for it. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So it tells me that they both are willing to buy into sharing the ball. So I don't think that it, on paper, uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying like if they're the two, if they're saying like we need to team up, they both know how the other person plays. Like they're going to figure it out, and like as long as D'Antoni manages their minutes correctly, like they can set it up to where they have either Paul or Harden on the court at all times, which is a big um, that's like a plus. That's a big plus. Um, also, Chris Paul is great off the ball. Like, I know he doesn't play off the ball that much, but he's a great shooter. He's like a, a 40% three-point shooter. He's an excellent mid, mid-range shooter. He gives them a different look. Um, I mean, in playoff series, like, people can game plan for the Rockets really easily, as we saw, like, San Antonio did, and to an extent, Oklahoma City. So, like, this gives them a different look, a different way to play in the playoffs, which is what I think this trade was about. It's not about the regular season. It's about the playoffs. Yeah, definitely. And I agree with Camille. I I feel that um, San Antonio would have been a better fit for Chris Paul, especially right now. Um, but I think what it does is that it definitely makes the West even more interesting um, with him actually playing with, with James Harden. I feel like I think that it will work. Um, people are saying that this makes James Harden better. I'm not going to necessarily say it makes him better because James Harden basically was the, the point guard. And he made, right. you know, made a all career the career year. Yeah, exactly. He playing had his career. Yeah, guard. playing the point guard. So I'm not going to say it's going to make him better. But I feel like overall, um, what Chris Paul, what he brings to the team, you know, um, leadership-wise, I think he'll be great, like, in a locker room and help um, help keep James Hall. James, I said, I was going to say James Hall. You know, James Harden, keep him more focused and keep him focus on a prize and trying to definitely win a ring. I think Chris Paul is hungry and he knows that, you know, James Harden is a baller. So I think he can help he can help um Harden get to the next level and let him know like, yo, I need to get this ring right now. I'm not getting no younger. 
Like, let's do it. He's definitely not going to get a ring in Houston. I'm no. going to tell you that right now. <laughs> he still might not make his, it out the second his, round. His mm-hmm. best shot at a ring would have been going to San Antonio. So yeah, I think definitely. part of this was money. You know, I mean, it was money. It was also his desire to play with James Harden, like Eric mentioned. Apparently, like he said, the two of them had been talking about pairing up. Mm-hmm. And Chris Paul was looking forward to the chance of sharing point guard duties and playing off ball, which when I heard that didn't make sense to me because Chris Paul isn't that type of player. Yeah. So for this to work, it is going to have to be an ego check, especially for Chris Paul, mm-hmm. because from everything I've read and heard, as great as he is, he is very difficult to play with because he demands so much of his teammates. <laughs> so he's going to have to be able to work with James Harden, who, from what I've read, once again, is very passive. Maybe and he'll get him to play some defense. That's probably not going <laughs> to <Well, happen. laughs> Although but, I do think, sorry to cut you off, but I do think that that is a possibility. Like, Harden wasn't a terrible defender at Oklahoma City, so if you lessen the load that he has to take on offense, on offense like it allows him to have more energy on defense. Um, and I think that's part of it for both of them. Like, both of them are tired from doing everything yeah. for their team so they can kind of, like, trade off. They just have to figure out, like, what to do when they don't have the ball. And it's definitely going to be a learning curve because Chris Paul is a dribble, 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 wait, dribble, wait, screen, dribble, 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 wait, pass, try to set up the play, and if nothing happens, mid-range jumper. And that is not the way the Rockets play. They are no, quick, they are going, going, exactly. So, But he, I think he can flourish on a run-and-gun team. He it's just, just it's interesting exactly. that he's with Harden. He just, just no, he thing. just has to learn. If, they are, if he's willing to concede some things that he's used to and that he loves to do, I think it'll work out. But I'm not as sure. I'm not that sure that he will be willing to concede that at this point. So that, that's just I just, where I just gotta imagine that he knows what he's coming into. Like he knows D'Antoni's system by this time. Like he's played against it for ten years or whatever it is. He knows the type of player that Harden is. So like he know he has to know what he's coming into. And they also have to have had like some type of discussion about like the way that they're gonna play. Like I don't foresee him agreeing to this move. Like if they haven't had talks about it to this point. Yeah. Um, and also, like, he opted in, so he's a free agent at the end of this season. So if it doesn't work out, a free agent. That was my thing. Along with LeBron James. And that's how I thought. And, and, and D-Wade, the three of them and will all. And Melo has a player option, so. They will that's all I thought they all could be free agents at the same time, and they all want to play together, that's which is a very that's, interesting that's dynamic. That's super interesting to me. I'm looking forward to next summer. Like, what team has the cap yeah, to do that? Definitely. There's a certain certain franchise in the Los Angeles area that Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm well, I'm I'm not a LeBron fan, but I would definitely welcome King James. <laughs> I bet you would. Like, <laughs> actually, it would probably be better than the All-Star Lakers that signed Karl Malone and Gary Payton at the time cuz they yeah, still can all still so. kind of play. Karl yeah. so, Malone was so old, I swear. Dude. His injury report at one point it said his injury was leg, and I was like, "Oh what?" <laughs> Like, what about his leg? His injury is age. Leg. He's old as fuck. <laughs> That's all it was. Eric's, no. Eric's, Rick Fox. Uh, <laughs> Eric's favorite uh, GM was recently let go, or as they put it, they mutually parted, parted ways. ways. Uh, Phil Jackson is no longer with the Knicks. And uh-huh. uh, apparently the Knicks are interested in the Rapper- Raptors president, which is weird. I don't think they're going to get them. I don't know yeah, why he would target the Raptors president when you got uh, – the Cavs' previous GM just David Griffin waiting, just chilling. I mean, just if, waiting. if I'm Griffin, I'm not going to New York. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving Dan Gilbert and then going to probably the only owner that's worse, just as bad as yeah. James Dolan. So my question to y'all is: with Phil being kicked out of New York, I'm just going to put it that way. 
Um, do you think that changes anything with Melo? Um, I, I think it does. I think Melo, um, we were actually having a discussion earlier. So supposedly, allegedly, um, Melo got Lala back. <laughs> My man he would, right back. he would be a smart man too After watching her at the BET Awards Lord with Jesus fine I was for the shoot my shot boy <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully your wife ain't listening <laughs> Oh yeah baby I love you um, But anywho <laughs> No but I think um, what I don't Phil Jackson do I don't I respect it. I had I used to hold Phil Jackson to such a high level. Of course you did. You know? <laughs> of course you did. Same as Bulls fans. You, you know, but after everything he did, you know, for our for our franchise in LA, Lakers all day. But then to see like <laughs> what he did, like in yeah, New York, like basically terrible. damn near like tr- like destroying a franchise. Slowly. Yeah. Burning it. But like that's 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 kinda crazy. Like he for, first of all, slow. he you know, he's he's a media whore. Um, because just, always has been. Yeah, it's just like ridiculous. Like first he was like, okay, well we're gonna we possibly want to trade um Like for what? That's that's the most idiotic thing ever. I think the entire world acts that. Exactly. <laughs> then you're falling you're falling asleep. You know who who literally right now who would want to go to to New York to play? No one. And that was the problem. Yeah. Like, Nobody wanted to go to New York to play. And then as soon as he leaves, it was they, apparently what happened is there were several agents that said. No, we're not interested in New York as long as Phil is there. And mm-hmm. I'm sure they probably talked to Porzingis and he probably was like, hey, this is all speculation. Mm-hmm. But they probably talked to Porzingis like, hey, what do you think? What would keep you here? What would make you want to stay in New York? Mm-hmm. Phil got to go. Phil leaves. All of a sudden, Teague is interested. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see. Um, I know that the Knicks were talking buyout with Melo, um, but apparently they would prefer to trade him at this point still. After Phil is gone, still um, instead of With buying no him up. Yeah, from what I from what I read a little bit today, um, apparently the last straw for James Dolan was Phil trying to buy out Melo because he's he doesn't want to buy him out. He wants to trade him if he can. Otherwise, he wants to keep him. So. I mean, if Melo's not going to wait that no trade, right? Going over. It's sad. Right? <laughs> like you can't but, trade a guy that doesn't want to go. But <laughs> you know, by I me, mean, I get that from Dolan's point of view it's like i'm not going to pay a dude to leave right. like if and i'm getting rid of him mm-hmm. you know like i'm getting something, I'm getting something in return so i mean Knicks fans y'all should feel happy phil is gone like yeah. you're free you're free <clears throat> celebrate a little bit tonight like spike <laughs> lee he just had a post that said hallelujah <laughs> so y'all should all be spike lee tonight but i mean like the biggest thing with phil is the game passed him by like yep he was still operating like he was in the 90s or early 2000s. Like, yeah. he that's not the game anymore. He couldn't relate to the players anymore. He couldn't do all his little media tricks anymore because people are smarter and more savvy. <laughs> like, he, he, not he, a Jedi no more. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's pretty much the, uh, the, I mean, the angry cat lady on The Simpsons right. yelling at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but um, in other news, we also had... The Jimmy Butler trade on draft night. Dude, I it feels mean, like that was forever. Ago. Doesn't it? Like, <laughs> it does. It was. Uh, it was less than a. Well, it was, yeah, technically less than a week ago. I mean, yes, yes. a week when this yeah. drops tomorrow, which would be Thursday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Jimmy Butler in the 16th pick uh, from Chicago, which turned out to be Justin Patton, was traded to the Timberwolves for Zach Levine, Chris Dunn, and the number seven pick, which is the guy's name I can't pronounce still. Lowry Markkinen. There we go. And the funny thing is, when we were watching it, the three of us who showed up on time. Sanded up's coming. Uh, I knew that was Shots coming. Shots fired. 
we were bang, talking bang. about it and be like, that's literally the same trade that was on the table pretty much last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just that this year they threw they in. They swap picks. Yeah. They swap picks. So <clears throat> the Bulls got fleeced, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, if that's what they were looking to get for Jimmy Butler, I don't know how no other team was able to do anything to better than it. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like Tibetho wins. Like, only thing that makes me upset is I was saying this. So if there's any Timberwolves fans listening, I would love to know that you're listening because I was in Minneapolis and apparently people just don't care. They didn't even know who Carl Anthony Towns was. Carl Anthony Towns said in the interview that he went to Target after a game and nobody <laughs> said anything to him as if he was a normal person just shopping at Target after he just had an amazing game. Like, no, like I was up there. We were there, Tim. Yeah, we were there. And we were trying to watch the Bucks play the Timberwolves, ironically enough. And we <laughs> asked them if they were playing the Timberwolves game, and they had a high school hockey game on the big TVs instead. They had the high school playoffs on, on like, four TVs and, had and the, the sports bar. <laughs> yes. And they had the Bucks and Wolves on the smallest TVs in the, in the sports in bar. In the corners of the bar. Like, we literally was squinting to Minnesota, watch the Minnesota, y'all better games. appreciate what y'all got, okay? Because y'all have a very young and exciting team up there. But yeah. do you guys think that this move helps them in the I, West at all? Like, do you I, think they're a playoff team at this point? I think it helps the players that was traded to the Bulls. It gives them a little more. We're talking about, we're the, talking Timberwolves. about the Timberwolves, bro. I mean, Timberwolves is they. Mm, I just asked a, a okay, very good cool question. Thank you think you, about Eric. it. Think on it. Think about it. I ain't gonna think about it. I'm good. No, go ahead, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I mean, it, it ultimately depends on how the rest of the off off season shakes out, but. As of right now, like I don't see a way that that trio um, doesn't make the playoffs in the West, especially with some of the teams that seem to be imploding. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they still need shooting. Like I don't know that Rubio, Butler, and Wiggins is it any better shooting than Rondo, Wade, and Butler were on Chicago. <laughs> so, like they come, they run into the same problem that they had there. So, um, like I do think Rubio winds up getting moved. I don't know where. Utah just, wants them, apparently. Yeah. I don't know what they would get back. Yeah. Get they need shooting. shooting. Right. <laughs> they want shooting back. Although I do wonder if, because, you know, Jimmy Butler was trying to recruit him to Chicago, if Kyle, Kyle Lowry now looks at Minnesota and if they can clear enough cap space. Like, that could if be that they got sense. cap room still. They don't, they, I think they have like $20 million and Before the Butler trade. It was no, like 25 It's 20 now. I mean, but they took on salary when they got Butler. Right. Because he makes more than those two two people combined (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah like i just wonder if like they can get off rubio's money that gives that frees them up the cash space and i feel like of the available point guards like either george hill or kyle lowry makes the most sense yeah and i think they will make the playoffs kind of like eric said uh there are some teams in the west imploding i don't see the clippers being good next year i don't see the jazz being good if they don't re-sign um hayward so that's two spots right there that's open. Probably mm-hmm. Denver, depending on what they do this yeah. summer. And they Minnesota. In this year. Oh. No, I'm saying gotcha, Min- gotcha. yeah, Denver and Minnesota. I could see them sneaking in there this year. Yeah, I think it's a good look for um for Butler definitely and the Wolves. Um for Butler to get you know, get out of Chicago, um, and then reunite with um Thibodeau is actually a, a good look for him. Um Wolves definitely need to go ahead and trade Rubio, um, get another scorer, get another shooter. Um, to definitely help with the workload 
um, there. But Timberwolves, definitely, man, they're a young, exciting team. Um, again, they're going to make the West way more exciting and way more competitive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be it's a good look. I feel like this is definitely a good trade, and, and Timberwolves fans definitely have some years <laughs> to come, man. Like, for real, you guys should be excited. It's going to be fun watching them play the Bucks in the finals in 2021. <laughs> it's interesting because I was just not like, <laughs> like, no. Nah. Nah. I mean, you know, I, I'm glad you made me think about it because I, I was thinking about some possibilities and stuff. Like, what? With the I mean, room. thinking before you speak, like that. <laughs> Listen, that's such a novel idea. Sometimes, not all the time, but you know, we but know. um, like if they say hypothetically, they do sign Lowry, right? You got Lowry, you got um, Butler, you got Wiggins, you got Carl Anthony Towns. Who's to say they couldn't somehow snag a JJ Reddick out Cap of free space. agency? But, yeah. I mean, Cap I'm saying like if, if 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 you say hey, we're trying to build something. I want you to for that. He's not no, going to buy that dream. Like that's, he's being that's a formidable team. But he's being linked to Brooklyn and Philly because they have the most the money, money and they're going to pay him the most. Like he's not out here about to settle for the chance at a ring. Like he he wants his I don't money. even think he would take that for like Golden State for a year, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> this is last shot at a big contract. He's not squandering that. Right. So all that ring talk is just BS is what you're saying. I'm saying I, at the end of the day it's your job. Like True. True, but let's say we, we can get them to settle for 15 mil a year or something. They don't they have don't space, have that for, space that. for that. Why wouldn't they? You just said they signed Lowry. Like, how are they going <laughs> to sign no, Lowry not, and oh, Reddick? No, not Reddick. You talking about Reddick? I yeah. thought you were talking about Lowry. No, I'm talking about Reddick. Oh, JJ, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I got you. <laughs> I am so confused. He brought it up. <laughs> what the hell? Am I going crazy? Wait, because I'm, I'm thinking like Reddick, yeah. You said. Because Reddick would have to settle for like 5 mil, 6 mil a year or something like that. But they, I mean, they could still give him a little bit more than up. Cause they're not, they're way under the, the tax luxury tax. Not if they sign Kyle Lowry though. That's the that's the point. That was the team you. You just... think they give Lowry twenty million? They have to because he's going to get maxed <laughs> out. <laughs> Eric's having a fit. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> One note about Chicago, like if they are rebuilding, like this is a stupid ass move. Like, <laughs> I mean, just taking in like combining everything they did on draft day, like it doesn't make sense. Like you. Yeah, you pick up one draft asset you didn't get. Anything for the future, you sell your second-round pick. You don't, like, that's like a doing? little. Right, like, what are you doing? And then you throw in your own pick. Like, you have the best player in the deal. Like, I'm pretty sure Minnesota would do it if it was, no. you know, if you didn't include the 16th pick. And like, you take it on a hurt player. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, like, I like Chris Dunn coming out of college, but he was terrible last year. Like, yeah. his value should be decreased, but they still give up Jimmy Butler for it. It just doesn't make sense to me, like. What Chicago is doing? I mean, I'm happy because I'm a Bucks fan. Yeah. As long as they suck, like <laughs> it's more wins for the Bucks. <laughs> but it's just I hate seeing like incompetent management. Like it's just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So I mean, we're kind of touched on that a little bit. But NBA draft. Does anybody have any just fast reactions to the best or the worst draft picks? Eric already just kind of gave Chicago a new one. <laughs> um, but personally, I love the Kings draft yeah. this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was surprised at how competent. Vlade appeared to be um, making the trades and getting who we got. Like, it was just amazing to me. He was drafting like he was listening to people. Yeah. <laughs> like, he like he actually took advice. I also love the uh, Mitchell pick. I was hoping the Bucks would trade up and, uh, and snag him, but apparently there was nothing there for them to do. So we didn't get him, but I love uh, the Mitchell pick as well. I don't know if I like the fit with the Jazz, but I think he'll be a good player. Yeah. It's just nice. Um, also for, uh, I guess since we're fans, um, Milwaukee. So you like Milwaukee's draft? 
I, I would say I don't doubt it, but we also lost our <laughs> Go player. Go ahead and laugh of, at him. At, well, I mean, we we lost our player of scouting. You know, our player of director. Scouting. <laughs> <laughs> our, our director of scouting, Billy McKinney. Uh-huh. Like he left with. He left after the draft. Yeah. Oh well, then we good. I'm. Not, I trust Billy. <laughs> what okay. the hell? I trust. I thought he it's left with. Here. Go uh, ahead, Ken. <laughs> no, no, listen, listen, listen. Let me explain. I thought he left with Hammond. No, I didn't. I seen that he left. No. I thought he left with Hammond, but I didn't know he left after the draft. If he left after the draft, I'm cool. I'm confident. You can just stop talking now because that <laughs> point is just dead in the water. <laughs> All right. So I feel like um, Philly had a really good trade. I uh, I'm first- not trade, but for really good. Picks. I thought the first thing you were going to say was the Lakers. I swear, I thought that was the first thing. Oh, it's coming. Just, okay. gonna wait, on it. Just oh, wait on it. You okay. know, so save the best for last. You know how we do out here. But no, um, <laughs> 76ers, they had a really good trade, um, really good um, draft. The Kings, like, just I agree with Camille. They had a great draft. Um, the, the the enjoyment that I got when the Bucks picked who they picked on Eric and on yeah. Eric and Camille's faces were priceless because it was so many other players that they could have chose, but they chose a guy from Michigan. I get you know uh, hopefully from he does Michigan. well. You know I I do hope you know hope he does well, but the Bucks could have definitely did way better. Um, Lakers, we did good. We got ball. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know, wait, wait, I've been wait. playing. I, I, okay, y'all got ball. Who else did you get? We got ball. <laughs> but, you know, yo, we still got to make moves, man. We got Brooke Lopez. We got Ball. We got Clarkson. We got Randall. We got a good core right now, but we that's not a playoff mm-hmm. team yet. We need to make Paul George, if you're listening, all right? I've been praying to every single color Jesus that is out there. <laughs> Purple, that, gold, that, <laughs> that we make this trade and make you come, man. Definitely, we need Paul George. We need... Um, Clay Thompson, if you're listening to, you can definitely come join the team. <laughs> LeBron, I mean, you're going to be a free agent, man. Why was, not? You might as well ask for Jesus at this you point. Know, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he retired. Uh, prime Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. right. I, also, I thought Shuttlesworth retired. But no, like the Ball family, how Christ. can you not love the Ball family? You know, like I want, I want, you know, I want them to do great. Um, oh, you already know who your 2019 first round pick is, right? Yeah, exactly. His brother. <laughs> so you know, we out here. But I play. I, I got him. <laughs> I got him on 2K, right? So he was what? balling. He been balling. Like, he averaging like, 23 points. Like, I think, like, How? like five assists. Okay. Wait, that's like two ass backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's averaging. Five assists and 20 points? Yes, that's what he's averaging right now. Shoot, all right. So, yeah, here. But, no, I, definitely, you know, Laker Nation. Um, y'all Laker fans, y'all. Delusional. At best. No, we're not delusional. We're we're confident. You have to speak it into existence. Okay, uh, okay? Lavar. Right. You know, he's speaking. Ever since he's gonna be new when PR he was a baby, watch. he knew he was getting drafted. <laughs> he's gonna when be he was a new baby. PR spokesman. Watch, Lavar Ball is gonna be in that hey. organization before. God the bless that man. Up. God bless that man. So, how would you feel if this whole Paul, it's a rumor that Paul George is agreeing to be traded to Boston mm-hmm. and ex- and, a, and sign an extension to stay there? How would mm-hmm. you feel? Um, how would I feel? I'll feel ab- absolutely devastated. I'm never even gonna lie. Cause what 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 the hell else we gonna do? Who else who else we gonna get? <laughs> the, ban- the banana <laughs> boat crew. Like we right. literally like that's what we're literally banking on is him coming. Like we have no other options. So what the what the f what the fuck we're gonna do? <laughs> with, you know with a with a Brook Lopez. You know with a old, with a Brook Lopez that's getting older that's getting out his prime and 
you know, ball. He it. hasn't really proved. He's not a, a true scorer, but he hasn't proven anything. Right, he already doubting the team. <laughs> like, no, I'm not doubting anything. We can do it. You know, he said playoffs first year. I don't know, but we'll see. But definitely Laker Nation, we do have something to look forward to. Um, we got Magic. You know, he going to make sure in Magic we trust. Okay. Okay. Speaking of Magic, did you see the shots he threw at D'Angelo Russell on the way Yeah, I've seen that. They were mm. completely unnecessary. They were completely. unnecessary, though. But mm. I, all the best to Russell, man. I hope he do ball out for real. I think he's going to ball with the Knicks. Yeah. I really do. I hope so he does this ball is, out. this is way too early. And I don't even like really grading draft picks nope. a week after it happened. <laughs> like, you really can't look at a draft class until, like, four, three, four years later anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but way too early rookie of the year predictions. Let me hear him. Ball. Of, of course. I don't know why I even <laughs> asked you. You wear purple and yellow every week. I don't even know Represent. why I'm sitting here asking here. you. I mean, because those come down to opportunity, too. So, I I guess mine is between Josh Jackson and Mitchell. That's wow. Interesting. I'll give you All that. Right. That's cool. I have no idea. My way too early prediction is going to be uh, Ben Simmons because he is a, okay. a rookie. I'm tired yeah, of Philly what, with the three to four year <laughs> rookies, bro. <laughs> but see, like that's why, like I was thinking, like maybe it's Fultz or Simmons, but like they probably split the vote. You know, like they if could, yeah. if Philly's good, like they're probably like, well, I don't know which one is really, you know, that's true. The reason why, and then two, like ball kind of makes sense. Tatum won't get the opportunity. Dark horse Fox in uh, Sacramento. Oh yeah, I can see that. I yeah, I feel that. That was actually a good pickup. They, they had a good draft. My yeah. doppelganger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should give us some of that money you just signed from this contract. I'm not the one that got the big raise. You look just new <laughs> shoes. Look just like them. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> All right, well. Oh, uh, the Bucks thing. Yeah. So speaking of it, yeah, I, I had a reaction. Um, we both, we both <laughs> had a reaction. <laughs> uh, it was because it's like. Shock. I looked at like ten people, like really in depth. That was like, Literally. okay, these are the guys that the Bucks like. They fit the Bucks profile. These are the guys I'm looking at. I really did like the deep dive, and they still picked somebody that I didn't really research that much. Like again, <laughs> right? It's like, it was the Bucks thing. To why do? do I keep? Yeah, so we shouldn't even try. Like we should just no. we should just watch. No, them. research the cast that you don't think they would draft. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but like the more I looked into it, like he does, like he makes a ton of sense. Like when you look at the profile of the guys that the Bucks pick, um, especially yeah. if they can, like, if he's decent, like they can get off of Toledovich, which opens up some catch today. So Honestly, well, I I give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, the and Sterling I, Brown looks good too. Yeah, so. the way I looked at it was I'm used to the Bucks needing to take a home run shot in the draft to try to draft a superstar because we haven't had one, but now we have one. So draft needs are a little bit different. Like, of course, you want the best player available, but you don't necessarily have to get a superstar. Like, if mm-hmm. DJ Wilson turns out to be a productive bench player, I would be completely fine with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, NBA awards happened. Uh, Monday night. Monday night was a busy night. Very it was, I mean, I was trying to, I was trying to watch Raw, the NBA yeah. Awards, the Big Three League. Um, so, did y'all think it was worth the wait? Like, did you enjoy the show? I didn't watch the show. Okay, <laughs> not gonna lie. To you. So We're we won't, we won't ask your opinion. Right. <laughs> Ken? Um, I don't think it was worth the wait. I honestly feel like it would have been a lot better if they did it uh, right before the playoffs start. I think um, yeah. Eric brought that up Eric like a few weeks best. back. We should just tweet the NBA every day <laughs> yeah. to adopt your plan of <laughs> taking a week off after the regular season, yeah, perfect. having the award show, mm-hmm. and then beginning the playoffs. Exactly. Because at this point, okay, the finals are over. We we crowned our champions. But, 
you know, all the all the excitement is gone now. Right. You know, like after everything that, you know, that Westbrook did do, like we everybody was super geek, like, man, Westbrook the truth. Nobody cares. Like no one cares at this point, you know? So I think definitely, um, just like Eric said, definitely they should do it right before um the playoffs. Um But overall I think it was pretty cool. I think yeah. what they need to do is watch like how the NFL does it. The uh, NFL honors. honors, yeah. Watch the NFL honors, but Drake, uh, Drake didn't do bad to me. Drake was actually no, he was, was fine. He, yeah, Drake was fine. He was serviceable. Yeah, he he did a decent job. I Drake is like, Drake is corny, so if you yeah if exactly you're gonna accept that's fine. Yeah. No, he's <laughs> who? Oh my god, he, he, he's a light skinned guy. Like, what do you hey, expect? Hey, <laughs> but um, hey, you know hey, how light skinned hey, dudes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I agree, but um, I digress. Or <laughs> degrassi. <laughs> Don't come from my light skinned brothers. Hey, I'm just saying, dark skinned or nothing. We out here. Okay, let's, but, not, um, <laughs> let's not do this whole colorism. Chocolate, baby. We all black. All right. Continue. But no, but um, Drake, he, you know, I know he had writers to write his jokes and stuff like that. And his course, delivery. His delivery, <laughs> like, if he would have delivered those jokes a little bit slower, like, the entire time, he was talking, like, super fast. Like, you could tell he was nervous or whatever. But, I mean, you, everyone loves Drake. All right, like Drake literally can do no, no wrong, man. <laughs> Me and like, so don't love Drake. The chicken cross the road, or they can get to the other side. But anyways, like no, nah, bro. Mm-mm. The hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do my Drake impression. That was <laughs> that was horrible. Fail. Absolutely horrible. Fail. <laughs> don't do that again. I wish I had three thumbs to give, give that, that three thumbs. <laughs> <that. laughs> <laughs> but no, but overall, I think it was it was pretty dope. Um, Westbrook gave a really good speech. Um, Bill Russell had me cracking up. Bill Russell is like the oldest dude <laughs> ever. I pointed at Eric all the time. kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was like, oh. <laughs> but no, it was, uh, I feel like it was really good. Um, actually, if they move those those little things um, and just, you know, iron out the wrinkles for next year, I think it'll be pretty dope. Yeah, and I think actually moving the date would encourage more players to attend because there was like yeah. no Cavalier players there. There was, I mean, yeah. like it was just people missing because yeah. – you know who cares like i thought about that and i know it was my idea so like i'm kind of <laughs> stepping on it now but like i wonder if like certain franchises would be like no we're not taking time out of our playoff preparation like to go to some award show like the spurs didn't even show up now it's so, like they definitely wouldn't show up well like Pop if got it's under mind control though so i mean okay but i'm saying like they <laughs> wouldn't like that's not something that they would take time out of their schedule for before yeah. the playoffs to do um, so I don't know what works perfectly, like, time-wise. Um, but I do think, like, the show was really good. Like, it was better than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Like, there are certain there are certain moments that you can't get, like, if you just let the awards come out. Like, the Craig Sager. Craig Sk- Sager. Thank you. The Craig Sager award. That was dope. Like, to Monty Williams. Yeah. Like, that was a really cool moment that you wouldn't get otherwise. Um, they can get rid of that hustle award, though. That's not no real award. Don't Don't give that out. <laughs> I, I missed that part. So, <laughs> uh, like, the Bill Russell part was really cool. Yeah, like, actually, yeah. like, getting to see Russell's and really all the acceptance. Like, I didn't drink, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> all the different acceptance awards. Like, those those are really cool. Acceptance speeches. Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus. We, we got you, man. We understand. <laughs> we down. Yeah. So, like, I thought that that was really cool. Like, those are moments that you don't really get, mm-hmm. like, if you don't have the award show. Um, so, like, it's a really good foundation for them to build off of. Um, 
it's just trying to find figure out the best timing for it. I would agree with that. And we kind of mentioned a little bit that the Big Three League was also going on. I watched a good chunk of the games. Um, the first game was cracking, actually. It was hilarious. Um, except for <laughs> the fact that there were a few injuries. Yeah. Uh, my, my boy, Jason went white, white chocolate. chocolate. He's out for six to eight months. Lord. It was ugly, too. It was not... A pretty. No. Who would have thought old washed up basketball players wouldn't be able to? The thing that's (laughs) (laughs) what surprised me about White Chocolate though is that he actually has never stopped really playing. He's been in pro leagues. If anybody was to get injured, I would not have guessed that it would have been White Chocolate. Yeah. Like that would have been the furthest thing from. It would have been like Kwame Brown in my head. Like, oh, of course Kwame is gonna. He was rubbing his knees at the end of the game too. Jesus and Allen Iverson looked washed. It was sad. I hope he get it together. I, I mean, he was washed when he was on the Grizzlies and the Sixers. So, like, so that's not really. I mean, like, I. but personally, <laughs> I enjoyed it. There are going to be some rule changes to the big three after the first week. So they're kind of going with oh, it. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, they said they felt the games went a little bit too long, they playing up to 60 yeah, points. 60 points. So they're going to go up to 50 points. So halftime will come after 25 points. So hey, I they think cheated in their first game, if you didn't notice. Who? So, do you remember at the end of the first game, right? Okay. Um, I forgot whose team it was. But they were down by, like, it was 59 to 57. Or, no, 58, 59. 59-58. They shot a free throw, and it was 60 points. After they, after they shot their free throw, it was a free throw, and it went from 58 points to 60 points. I don't think this is accurate. This is very accurate. Because I remember, I rewinded it like four times. I'm like, I'm I was watching it live. It went from 58 points to 60 points. Because they were down 59 to 58. I too was watching live and don't recall this happening. Yes, I remember. Because I was like, dude, they cheated. Anyways. Kwame Brown was my highlight of the big three. I know you don't, you don't like Kwame Brown. No, no, no. It wasn't that I don't like it. I loved watching Kwame Brown out there. Because it was the funniest shit in the world. Because you, he was terrible. It was. It's, it's pretty bad to look bad in a wash league. Okay, listen. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait, wait, disclaimer. Any pro athlete, I don't think that I can beat them in whatever sport that they are pro You in. cannot. You definitely can't. At all. Can't. So yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he's washed <laughs> because I can beat him. No. I'm saying he's washed among his peers. And he looked washed in the wash league. That was pretty bad. I would definitely encourage you. If you did not watch the Big Three League on Monday night, to check it out next week. Um, the is killer that always going to be on Monday? Monday nights, yep. Uh, they got Gus Johnson on the call, too, which is which is really nice to hear. Um, and on top of that, the Killer Threes jerseys are so cold to me. So just Google Killer Threes Big Three League. They got the coldest jerseys in the whole league. Um, and also the funniest thing I saw was Paul Pierce was at the games. They were in Brooklyn. Also, D'Angelo Russell was there, and he got booed by the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Paul Pierce was saying that him and KG are probably going to be in the next year, and he's looking to recruit Kobe Bryant. The Black Mamba. The GOAT. The one and only. Here he goes. Laker fans, I'm telling you. Greatest player to ever play the game. So I'm just thinking of that video okay. I posted about oh. uh, like Jordan fans and uh, LeBron oh, yeah. fans arguing about who the greatest is, and then Kobe fans come in. And get worked. <laughs> so that's something we might look forward to. We kind of talked about that, I think, two weeks ago when we first brought up the Big Three League, that mm-hmm. it might encourage some players that we grew up watching uh, more intently, some superstars from our time, to play. Um, if Kwame Brown can ball, T-Mac can figure out a way to get out there for a couple minutes a game. That's how I feel. So in addition to that, NFL Top 100, we discussed it a little bit last week. We didn't have the order yet, but the order dropped on Monday. 
and it was very interesting to me. So the top 10 in order, voted by the NFL players, goes like this. Matt Ryan at 10, 9, Le'Veon Bell, 8, Odell Beckham Jr., 7, Ezekiel Elliott, 6, Aaron Rodgers, 5, Khalil Mack, 4, Antonio Brown, 3, Julio Jones, 2, Von Miller, and 1, Tom Brady. And when I first read that, I said, how dare they put Ezekiel Put Ezekiel yeah. before Le'Veon Bell? I thought you were going to say, how dare they put Aaron Rodgers at six? No. That, that was my second thought. <laughs> That's about right. Well, oh, I said I thought oh. Tom Brady was the best player in the league last year. I said Wait. that too. Tom Brady at one, I do not disagree with at all. But I really got a big problem with Le'Veon Bell being ranked behind Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And I don't even understand how that was an option or something that could have happened. How? Is it be just is it the offensive line? Is I'm it telling you, it's that offensive line. They've I'll put it like this. The Cowboys offensive line now is equivalent to how Denver's was or Denver's running scheme was in the late nineties, early two thousands. Damn near every running back that went through Denver got a thousand yards in Denver's system. If they didn't get a thousand, they got eight fifty to nine fifty. I won't discredit Ezekiel completely. I'm not. I think part of it too though is the fact that he was a rookie and no one expected him to be this good. Mm-hmm. So he kinda gets some hype points as well. Did any I mean, does anyone here think Ezekiel Elliott is a better running back no. than Le'Veon Bell? Not at all. No. No, not at all. Okay. Not even close. No. Wait, didn't he leave the league in Russia though? He <sighs> that I don't know. Ezekiel had 1,600 yards rushing last season. Okay. Le'Veon Bell. Didn't Bell he miss was some hurt. Ga- he missed some games. Yeah, Bell missed. Bell missed some games. Yeah. I think he still ended it's up still, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Exactly. But Bell also has a lot of receiving yards, too. Ezekiel He's had a like better 300 receiving. yards and a touchdown. Bell is the better overall running back. I will not back. confirm those stats. That <laughs> no, I, I wrote those down from last week from the Sean McCoy argument that I had when I said I would take Shady behind that uh, Cowboys offensive line than Ezekiel. Shady had 1,200 yards, almost 13. Ezekiel had 16. They both had pretty much the exact same receiving. It was like 340 and a touchdown. Shady's line sucked. Ezekiel's was awesome. Put a great running back behind that line. Cracking. Le'Veon Bell behind that line because he's an extremely patient runner. He legitimately, like, waits for the line, for his blocks to open up. And then he takes off. And he still averages. Well, I won't say averages. He still grits four to six. 20-yard run, 30-yard run, but he also could give you five to 600 yards receiving. Ezekiel gave you three, like 345-ish. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm, I'm – I, I know you out of it. I'm not – yeah. I know <laughs> you out of it. No. But, like, y'all said the list is for, like, what they did last season. So, if Zeke had a better season, then I can kind of understand why he would be ranked ahead of yeah, I'm trying to pull up the information, but I'm not able to see what the receiving yards is. Ezekiel did rush for over 1,600 yards, 15 rushing touchdowns. Um, and Le'Veon Bell, on the flip side, rushed for almost 1,300 yards, and he only had seven rushing touchdowns. But I know Le'Veon Bell came through with receiving yards and receiving touchdowns, so I am unable to pull that information up. Oh, don't worry. I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I don't trust whatever your phone your phone's about to say to me. What? I'm on ESPN. Let me be. Okay. okay. Well, again, like I said, like I, it's it's supposed to be a list for what they did in that season that precedes right. it. So, like, if it's not necessarily that Zeke is a better runner, better running back than Le'Veon Bell or Shady or whoever, it's just saying that he had a better season, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I can't. 
again, I didn't watch football last year, so I can't speak to the validity of the list. I'm just yeah, know. I would still disagree with that. Like, I understand the statistics and everything like that, but the eye test still gives me Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon um, has 616 yards receiving last year, and Elliott was 300 something, like 335, 345. So, I mean, if that number that Tim is giving us in regards <laughs> <If>. to <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott's, re- Elliott's receiving yards is accurate, then they finish with roughly around yeah, the same amount. How many games did he play? Well, quarterback six, six, 16, and five touchdowns receiving. How many games did he play? Uh, he played 12 games. And Ezekiel had the full – he had 15. He had, you're right. Because well, he sat 16, one out. Yeah, 16 games. So if he played the extra three games that Ezekiel had – Ezekiel had 15 games because – That's what I'm saying. If, he, if Le'Veon would have played the extra three games that Ezekiel played. Got you. Okay. There, he could have had pretty close – like one season he had 854 yards receiving. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like the number one ab- ability is availability. So, like, if he yeah. missed games, then – I mean, that was know. my argument in regards to Julio Jones not being number one wide receiver. So, if you're going to use the injury, I will respect – I will definitely respect that. Um, just eye test, I think Bell's better. But if you want to say Ezekiel Elliott had a better season, then I guess I couldn't argue with that. Um, I mean, at this point, you kind of splitting hairs. Like, it, Yeah, I mean, they're both really good. And- um, and then the order of receivers, we discussed that last week a bit as well. Uh, the NFL players voted Odell, Antonio Brown, Julio. That's the way around. No, I'm, I'm going from worst to best. So Odell was the third ranked. Antonio Brown was the second ranked. Julio was ranked first best. Um, and we kind of agreed to that order. We just kind of split hairs a little bit on Julio because of his injuries. But if you have Julio or Antonio Brown, I mean, you're pretty much winning. So, any other thoughts on the top 100 list? I mean, I'm, I'm sitting here looking at stats right now. Julio had like 14 and six touchdowns, 1400 yards re- uh, receiving and six touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Odell had 1367 and 10 touchdowns. I mean, and then Antonio Brown was like, well, I'm, I'm pulling it up, but Antonio <laughs> Brown, I'm pretty sure had. 12, uh, 1,300 yards receiving and 12 touchdowns. You have to keep in mind, though, that uh, Atlanta actually had a run game. Pittsburgh did, too. But you were talking about Odell. I'm not talking about well, Antonio. Yeah. Odell's the number one receiver. He gets like a <laughs> million targets, and they right. didn't have a run game that was trash. Well, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, 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 you can't too much disagree with the top ten. You maybe can disagree with the order. Yeah. Um, definitely disagree with the order, but how they have the top ten, I agree. Um, I'm going to do mine real quick. Don't don't oh, get mad. But if my top ten, um, Brady number one, um, Brown two, Bill three, um, Jones four, Rogers five, okay, Miller six, um, Max seven, um, Odell eight, Elliot nine, and Matt Ryan at ten. No love for Matt Ryan in the top ten. I mean, he's no, in the top ten. He, he's in the top ten. Like Matty that's ice. a that's a good look. Okay. But when you have you know Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. It's slim, you know. Matt Ryan had a really good season last he year. Did. He did. I mean, Atlanta really had a great year. season. They I were mean, in the Super Bowl. MVP, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, there you go with that. WWE must have heard everyone's outcry because, <laughs> as we mentioned, they redid the Women's Money in the Bank match on SmackDown yesterday um, mm-hmm. while we're recording this. And my initial thoughts to that was, if you were going to just have Carmella win anyways, why didn't you just do this ending at the pay-per-view in the first place? That's the same thing the wife said. She like, if she won, why didn't they just do this in the first place? You could have still Get people to watch SmackDown. Huh? Get people to watch SmackDown. People already watch SmackDown. Like, SmackDown's ratings have They're been... They're better than Raw's. <laughs> so... Get people to watch SmackDown. <laughs> like, you still got to give them a reason to watch every week. Like, you can't um, just rest on that, so... True. 
So, I mean, it was just weird to me because, I mean, they did the same <laughs> gimmick with Elmsworth climbing up the ladder, but this time he got knocked down. Like, you could have done that in the first place. We didn't even have to be here. We didn't <laughs> have to be here. We have to do this. <laughs> like, I'm upset. But yeah, it, filled, it filled a nice little portion of the show. Um... Because they gave him time to wrestle. Plus, I mean, I feel like more people are going to watch SmackDown than the pay-per-view. So, like, it puts the women, like, it showcases the women in front of a bigger audience. Plus, yeah. like, if the match got, <clears throat> the match at the pay-per-view got cut short because, you know, it's an abrupt ending. Like, they actually got through, like, an entire match, like, that built in crescendo <laughs> like it was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> And then, anyway, yeah. yeah, I mean, that was the biggest thing on SmackDown this week. And then we had Monday Night Raw <laughs> with the appearance of a certain family, uh, the Ball. Save for one. <laughs> Save for one, right. Yes, they said the Ball family would be appearing, but the middle child was not there. Leangelo was left off the, the show. He wasn't on the card. As a middle child, like, oh, <laughs> kind of par for the course. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of forget about you sometimes. You don't get that shine. So did y'all have any reactions to... I'm not going to go to Tim because Tim, <laughs> Tim is... I'm going to just let you simmer over there for a while. <laughs> All right. Ball's appearance on Raw was absolutely everything you could ever hope for, dude. It was exactly what you would expect. <laughs> exactly. It was like hilarious. Hel- off top, as soon as he came out, it was freaking hilarious. He did his fake Vince <laughs> walk. Yes, he did the Vince <laughs> walk. How he ran to the, to the, to the freaking <laughs> ring. How he he took his there. shirt off. If anybody <laughs> watches Friends... Mm-hmm. LeVar Ball ran to the ring the way Phoebe runs. It was <laughs> crazy. Like, that's exactly the way Phoebe ran in the park when mm-hmm. Rachel didn't want to run. No one cares about friends. That's yeah, just you're, nah, you're, you're, you, you alone. You're on the one. only friends. I'm going to have some listeners like, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Seinfeld was better. About. Seinfeld was not better. Seinfeld not. was better, by the way. But um, We are not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Frazier was up there, too. Get out of here, boy. Stop. Stop. Frazier was hilarious. Frazier ain't no friend. We're not going to do this. All right, but how can you not love the Ball family? All right, I mean it's a lot. Of I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everyone hates on him for for you know his mouth and his antics and stuff like that. But let's dive a little bit deeper. This is a man that loves his sons, that pushed them for greatness. In our society, a black man being in his kid's life don't pull that card. Don't pull that card. Not allowing. Not gonna let it. So, not but no, able to but, do it. but no, honestly, though, no. why can't you, how, how can you not love the ball family? You want them to succeed and you want them to do great. Do we? Yes. Why not? Because you're you a Lakers want them fan. To succeed. <laughs> <laughs> so if he won, if he wasn't on the Lakers, would you still want the ball family to succeed? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't hate them at all. I wouldn't want them to succeed as much. But <laughs> you know, I'm not going to sit here and just be like, you know, he's a Laker. He's just part of the family now. So you know, we got to hold us down. No, but like as. For a guest star on Raw, like, LeVar is, yeah. like, the perfect guest star. Celebrity like, <laughs> guest star, yeah. Like, he fits. Like, he don't fit in the world, but he fits in the <laughs> WWE universe. The <laughs> that's, that's messed up. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, he fits perfectly. He could be a wrestler if he was, like, 20 years younger. Yeah, that's true. Because he's a big personality. Like, his, everything that he did, like, went viral. Like, um, he was just, he was all over the place. And it was good tv and i mean like i know tim has a problem with certain words said by son number three but Uh like (laughs) the whole skit was just hilarious because it was such a train wreck so what we're gonna do uh new segment name all right (laughs) we're gonna call this last possession this is just gonna be a time for us to 
get any last thing about sports off of our chest. If we got something to say, this is the time to say it. I'm going to start because Tim's going to be angry, okay? <laughs> We're going to need to harvest that anger that Tim has for later when we get into uh, the blow the whistle segment. Uh, so what I want to talk about real quick off the top of my, off my chest is that the freeze is the best thing going in, in baseball right now. <laughs> I want to run. I want to race them. I love <laughs> I want to race him. He's with the Braves, I believe, right? Yeah. Atlanta Braves. And it is just the greatest gimmick. And I read an article about him on Yahoo Sports. And it was amazing. And I was like, man, I love watching the clips every, you know, every so often about the freeze racing. And it's just great. It's fun. If I was in Atlanta, I would look forward to this every game. Do you want to explain what the freeze is? Sure. So the freeze is a gentleman who used to be a track star, I believe he runs a 4-2-8-40. It's somewhere in that range, give or take five seconds or so. Um, five seconds. I'm sorry. I can do five seconds. <laughs> Th- thank you, Ken. Five tenths of a second on that. Um, and they give the a fan in the audience, generally uh, a young man, the a chance, drunk young man, a chance to race <laughs> against him. So they run around the go from uh, what do you call the track. warning track? They race yeah. on the warning track around, and the fan gets a head start of about two hundred. I don't know. Is it meters? I believe so. I think it's meters. Don't quote me on that. Two hundred. Some. He, he pretty much is halfway through the stadium before he starts running. Yes, and then they let the freeze go, and the freeze generally wins almost every time, and it's just so fun to watch. So. <laughs> Just wanted to shout out the Braves and the Freeze because the Freeze has dreams of making the Olympics and getting sponsored and being a runner. So I hope that he does it. I hope he does it. And I hope this is a way for him to get there. I hope if I end up in Atlanta, I can race the Freeze at a Braves game one time. (laughs) Give me that head start, bro. Okay. Does anyone else, before we get to Tim's (laughs) last possession, have anything to get off the chest? Eric, no. Ken, you got anything? No, I'm just ready for football season to start. Hey. That's all I'm ready. Just, you know, come on football. So do we want to blow the whistle in the last segment at the same time? No. No. Just go, Tim. Do your last possession. All right. So my last possession. Um, (laughs) Remember what we talked about? Yes. So uh, speaking of the balls. Watch your mouth. Speaking of the balls. Speaking of the balls. Last night. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but um, so Lavar <laughs> had his segment and everything like that. Um, but towards the end of the segment, he was talking to the Miz. Him and the Miz was having words and things like that. And then Dean Ambrose decides to come out. You know that's part of the gimmick. Um, but uh, Le- Lamelo took it upon himself to grab the microphone and shout, "Beat that N word as." Twice. The first time he said it, he looked at Lonzo, and Lonzo looked at him, and he laughs, and then he says it again. So, that's a problem. I mean, I, I didn't realize that got to me as much as it did, but it really, really pissed me. Like, I was walking around my house smacking shit. I was, I was punching walls. Like, my wife was like, damn, I didn't really realize you really got that mad about it. Why did it and make you mad? Because it's like, okay, rather you hate... LeVar or love him most people hate him but he's out here he really is trying to hustle off for his family granted he's using his son's stardom and everything like that but he's doing it and this is the right way he hasn't done anything wrong if you actually think about it I mean he came out as a heel correct yes he is full blown heel he is taking advantage of the stardom that his family is getting as a whole Granted, his son has okay, majority why you, of that Why stardom. are you upset about LaMelo? No, no, no so I'm getting there so get Le- there quicker LeVar has been out here Pretty much trying to put their family's brand and things like that on the line. So, with LaMelo out here shouting 
crazy crap like that on live national TV in front of millions and millions and millions of people. And that's just, he could have possibly put that in jeopardy because of the fact that, okay, he's out here working. You bring your sons into it. You want to bring your family name into it. They've been representing a big baller brand, but you want to be out here shouting explicative uh, that you know for a fact that is not okay on TV. You know for a fact it's not okay, but yet and still you start, decide to do it anyways. You out here, you PR nightmare, if that would have blown up to be that way. they I wouldn't be surprised if the WWE decided not to bring LeVar back because of that. Like, that's messing up their brand. That's messing up their image. You don't do shit like that on national TV. You get invited to do certain things, and then, yeah, at the end of the day, you want to turn around and blow that shit up because of the fact that you just can't... You can't be mature for five fucking seconds? Really? Like, that shit really pissed me off. Like, it really got to me that he decided to go take it upon himself... <laughs> To really fuck that up, like it's really like you I'm realize to get you mad. said like 12, 12 words that are way worse than anything he said. I, no, listen, <laughs> you say shit on TV. You can say damn on TV. You, you can't can, say shit on TV. People say shit all the time. You can't say shit on TV. <laughs> they say damn shit and fuck. You cannot say on TV. You can't Not randomly. All. It might it might spew, but you can't. You get fine intentionally okay. going that route. To okay. think it's a game he's and a then child. repeat to repeat it again. He's a child. He's not that young of a child. He he's knows 15. right. He knows right. Girls from are wrong. idiots. He knows right from wrong. He knows not. He knows that. Uh, he knew that wasn't okay. You yeah. can't tell me because that he's he didn't 15. Know that. He's an idiot. And granted, his daddy probably chewed his ass out after that. Anyways, if he did, I, I will wish he would have. If know, he didn't, you know, but you, know, you sound real did. old right now. I am old. Shit, that that should piss me off. It really did. It really made me mad that he did that. Now. So let, we're, let me, we're let me, let me call just. I'm just gonna. End. We might have to go to overtime with you and Eric going back and forth on that one. But I mean, I don't really care one way or the other. I'm just saying, I'm just like you getting heated over like we're, a 15 it, year old saying stupid stuff. It's like, on, like, on, wait, like it's, it's only adults. Like you don't give a 15 year old a live mic on national television. <laughs> like. That, that's were, WWE were you a, also upset when Vince said it on TV? Hell yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Just wanted to double Everyone, check. It's not on double standard shit. It was the same thing. All right. Okay. All right. We're going to just move. And it's specifically on. that word. Like, if he would have said, just beat his ass, like, you, you still would have been So, because he said, nigga, like, that's what that was. Yes. Yes. The, yes. <laughs> because you hear, oh, sorry. You hear a bunch of cuss words on TV all the time. Like, granted, like, like I said, he's 15. He's exposed to a lot of stuff already. At eight, I've seen six, seven, eight, nine, ten year olds cuss. That's nothing new. But for you to be on national TV, you know how to act. You've been in front. Wait, not to mention, you can't even use that example that he's 15 because he's been in the spotlight. He's, he's been in the media. Now. He's He hasn't said that in no damn interview he's been in. I mean, his daddy ain't media trained. <laughs> like, why would you his think daddy he didn't be? say it either. All right. All right. We're going to let you go a little longer if you want to, Tim. We will give you that mic and opportunity <laughs> to do so. But right now, <laughs> right now... It is time. This guy is upset. He's super yeah. upset. I'm, I'm Joe Budden mad. <laughs> is that really who you want to compare Joe Budden to? mad. He really is Joe Budden right he now. He is. I'm just saying. Like. Swear. And the, the balls are the Migos. Anyway, we're going to get into the top five. Last week's top five was a top five dinner party. I don't know about y'all, but did y'all hear anybody say whose party they would want to go to? No. I don't think I did I either. didn't. I saw no man comment on... Actually, you know what? I did see everybody said they wanted to go to my party. No one said that. Who said that? No everybody. one. Who? 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 All of that. <laughs> uh, All of that. I did see no man ask Ken what, what OJ, and he was like, is this is this murder, pre-murder OJ or sell Block C OJ? So, I mean, I don't think people were too excited about the possibility of OJ. I saying. saw another OJ out there. 
Somebody else said OJ too, so I wasn't the only one. But I mean, the reason okay, like like I like I told uh, like I told her husband, the reason why I said OJ is because people he was one of the most beloved athletes, dude. Like people treated him like he was royalty. Mind you, you know it was it was mainly white people. You know he loved you know white people. Ain't nothing wrong with that or whatever. But I want to know the truth. Tell me exactly what happened, bro. Did you do it? You did it. Cool. It is what it is. You got away. I'm not. I'm not condoning <laughs> didn't, it. Didn't he already admit that he did it? He wrote. He was gonna write that book if, if, I, if, I, if I, I did, I, yeah, did <laughs> it. Yeah. But no, just talking to him like you know being the beloved person to being literally one of the most hated people in America. You okay. know. Yeah, I feel you. So we gonna. I'm gonna read three this week. Uh, top five dinner parties that we got. Uh, the first is gonna be from a kid. This was on Facebook. He had Joe Lewis, Allen Iverson, LeBron James, Dick Vitale, and Maya Moore. But he was okay. perpetrating because when I saw Dick Vitale on his list, I was like, "Oh, you a PT peer?" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember and, that. And he didn't know what I was talking about <laughs> until until Ken came in and was like, "Oh, you a real Di- diaper, diaper dandy." dandy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one that I'll read is from Joshua Robert on our Facebook page. He had David Ortiz, Muhammad Ali, Jackie Robinson, Jerry Rice, and Stuart Scott. And I was like, yeah, "Shout out!" That was dope. For Stuart Scott. That would be a dope person to have dinner with. And then the last one I'm going to read is from Ashley. Because Eric's (laughs) reaction was just funny. Uh, Her top five. Oh, that was Tim on there. (laughs) Granted, when I... Dr. Phil's face is the same one I made. And I was supposed to say something about her damn friend, but I didn't go that far. Okay. Her damn friend as tim said is his wife <laughs> so shout out to both my booze ashley and sam um ashley's top five was uh sergi baka sergi baka <laughs> sergi baka sergi baka and sergi baka um but after she said okay i'm just playing after tim gave her the dr hey. phil uh she went with sergi baka <laughs> uh flo joe colin kaepernick Dwayne johnson and serena williams and i Love that top five. Yeah, can't that's argue with that. That'd be, that'd be a pretty fun. Yeah, can't argue that's with that one. So this week's top five, the hashtag will once again be Tech Top Five. And what we're doing this week, I was excited about top five rivalries in sport. Tim, would you please kick us off with your top five sport rivalries of all sure. time? Sure. <laughs> My number five <laughs> is uh, <laughs> the green versus the yellow, uh, the Boston versus the Lakers rivalry. They okay. had a pretty historic rivalry green in the NBA. The green versus Why did you say <laughs> the green versus the yellow? Why did you do Boston versus the Lakers? Why wouldn't you go like Boston versus Los Angeles? Like why did you switch? Never mind, it's not important. Keep going. That's I'm what sorry. you had a problem with. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I had a problem with. Um, but yeah, Boston and the Lakers they had an intense rivalry for years. For years, it was between either Boston or the Lakers who was going to win the NBA championship. Um, number four, I have. It's kind of it's it's two. I have Pete Sanford's versus Andre Agassi. Okay. With a, you know, slash. No, uh, there's no slashing. Drop, the, drop something. With Nadal versus Federer. Same sport. Drop one. Okay, I'll do Sanford's versus Agassi because okay. I was really into tennis at that time. <laughs> All right. Little my kid, grandmother used to love Little kid, Tim? Yeah, my <laughs> grandmother used to love tennis, like, with a passion. So, gotcha. And Pete came on and she was like, ah! So Pete Sanford versus Andre Agassi, <laughs> like they had some intense games. Like they they were one and two for a while. <laughs> um, All right. Number three, going to uh, football, not Americano, but the soccer. Um, with El Clasico, 
people who don't even watch soccer on a regular basis know about Real Madrid and Barcelona. El Clasico is a game most soccer fans and casual soccer fans look forward to every year. Um, for number two, I have the Bears versus the Green Bay Packers because we be spanking their ass on the regular basis. Ooh. So I love that rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even call it a rivalry, but it is because Chicago fans really aggravate me. So um, Green Bay versus Chicago. And number one, I have The Rock versus Stone Cold. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I, I, I was going to put that in. Yeah. Rock like and Austin. I like that. They had their time. The, but the little time The that. Rock had in WWE, The Rock and Austin's rivalry was amazing. Headline three WrestleManias. Three WrestleManias. Three. Amazing promos. Yeah. Amazing matches in between. They had that Definitely. promo with the My Creed, My Sacrifice. Uh, my way. My Sacrifice. My Sacrifice. No, it was My, my Sacrifice. Way? No, My Way is my way Limp Bizkit. That's a different one. Creed, my sacrifice was a different promo. Which, which, I don't I, remember which oh, WrestleMania okay. was, but anyway, I feel like my way was the best promo. But anyway, they're all good. Yeah. Go ahead, Eric. Uh, so number five is me and Camille. It's uh, UWM versus Marquette. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four is a new one. Um, but they met three years in a row. So Cavs versus Warriors. I respect um, that. Number three is, as Tim stated, not really a rivalry, but. Green Bay versus Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> All this number. <laughs> the slander slander is the truth. Man. It's the truth, truth. Getting slandered say, it, it gets personal, so that's a really good one. Uh, number two is Boston and L.A. Um, because they've met in three different eras in the finals. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, like that's real life bad blood, East Coast, West Coast. Like, it's, yeah. And then my number one was HBK versus Bret Hart. Okay. Ooh, I, I like love that. that. I love that. Because like they had Montreal screw job. <laughs> yeah, the Montreal screw job. That right there is major. So my top five, I got five Lakers Celtics. Everybody's already touched on exactly why that mm. rivalry was so historic. Four, I'm going Federer Nadal. Okay. Um, one of the most amazing feuds in tennis, not because they even disliked each other, but they were both just so good. Both were ranked one and two in some order for five years in a row, which is unheard of in tennis. Like, the two of them dominated, and they put on what I consider to be the greatest tennis match of all time at the 2008 Wimbledon Finals. Even though my boy Federer lost, Federer is the better player. Okay, I will stand on that. <laughs> All you Nadal stands who are listening, come fight me. Okay, fight Federer me. is the man. Nadal only has it on clay. Uh, number and 2008 Wimbledon. And that one, yes, <laughs> he can check that one off the list. Uh, number three, I'm going with Duke versus North Carolina. That's one of my favorite college basketball rivalries. I don't even really care too much about their teams, but I will watch when the two of them play one another. And I think part of the reason that one is so hype is because of the fans. Like, it's just crazy energy. Uh, Number two, I like all the wrestling ones we had in here. I'm going wrestling as well. I got Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. Oh. (laughs) I don't don't know how. I was thinking about putting The Rock versus Stone Cold, but Vince, Vince Stone Cold is... Remarkable. I think it. I think it blows Rock Stone Cold out yeah. the window. Um. I mean, the he got hit with a bad pan in the That's the funniest thing ever. Vince dude. was working out with Shane, doing his workout, <laughs> saying, "I hate Austin." <laughs> <laughs> all the stunners when Vince came out the Royal Rumble and he was all buff and everybody was like, "Whoa!" When did Vince get like the whole thing was just cold. Um. And number one, I'm going Bears Packers because Milwaukee Chicago rivalries are very real. And this one, for some reason, Definitely. just gets really heated. I got Bears fans who still owe me money from <laughs> uh, past year's whoopings. But as 
we were saying, well, as Eric and Tim were saying, the Packers have been winning recently. I believe that we are still – are we tied now in the, the – like the I whole, thought we had a one-game lead. It's, I, I, I know it's After close. last season, I think we tied the first game and then we got to win one game over. I Yeah, it's close. But it's I know close. next year we're going to get two wins, so it don't matter. Go ahead, Cam. We'll show up. <laughs> <We'll show> up. <laughs> oh, shaking his head. He can't even say nothing. All this, uh, all this bear slander, man, is just so disrespectful. Bear fans, what up? I need y'all to come out strong this year. Um, you know, what come on Facebook. Come on Facebook. Come on Twitter. We for to come at these Packer fans. What up? I had we a bear here. fan that said he wasn't watching until Jay Cutler was gone. Uh, he ain't not a real yeah, bear fan. He not. You got to ride with your boy. I, Jay Cutler was trash, but y'all, that was your I, boy. That was my boy. Hey, though. he was one of the best Packer quarterbacks in history. Though. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Yo, chill out, man. Y'all <laughs> All right, all right. But my top five. I have at number five. I have Vince and Stone Cold. Yes. Um, definitely one of the most hilarious rivalries in history. Seriously. Um, number four. I got Cubs and White Sox. <clears throat> number three, um, Red Sox and Yankees. Um, number two, the um, L.A. Lakers and Boston, for obvious reasons. And then number one, Bears and Packers. <laughs> Everybody is doubting my Bears. I definitely, we can get at least one win. Yo, we, we're going to split even. No, no we're going to oh. split even in the series this year. Oh, We're going to get one dub. I cannot two wait Packers. for football season to start. So we're we, going to get one. We, we should go to the rivalry sports bar. It's new downtown. And okay. the, the, I think the upstairs is all Wisconsin sports, and the basement is Chicago. Oh, interesting. We, okay. We will I'm watch. Da- I'm down. All right, cool. I'm down. Say no more. All right. For so, the record, it is tied 94-94 with six ties. I thought so. Okay. So... That being said, we're done with the top five. Please give us yours. We will post ours in the pretty picture form that y'all seem to like on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Don't hesitate to wait to give us your top five. Please feel free to email those or to use uh, Twitter to let us know what they are before the picture comes out. We're moving on to a new segment. It is called uh, Blow the Whistle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no Sam that is not your cue to twerk oh oh Sam yeah anyway <laughs> this week's blow the whistle this is when we're just gonna somebody somebody in sports or just in our general everyday lives might come at us the wrong way or do something idiotic so or we both we have to address it on the show. So you, you gotta, we gotta blow the whistle. We gotta stop we gotta that. Blow the stop whistle. the madness. Stop the, stop the play. Stop the technical foul. You gotta, you gotta give him the file. You gotta, you gotta blow the whistle. So, Eric, would you, would you kick us off, please, for this week's uh, blow the whistle segment? So this week we are blowing the whistle on the sweats and suits podcast again, um, again. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to point out before we blow this whistle that <laughs> Easy responded to me. And he went personal. Like they had, they made jokes at our expense. For sure. You know, they 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 got disrespectful. For sure. But what that tells me, especially if your name is Tim. Yeah, For sure. If your name is Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but what that tells me is that there was no legitimate argument, like logically, to come back at what I said because I was right. So we won. It's over. But we're about to really end it. <laughs> we're going to really end it. As Eric said, I've, I've stayed out of this for the most part, but Easy decided to write on all of our Facebook walls with the NWO logo. <clears throat> uh, thankfully, our boy Ken had our back. He dragged Ken into boy. it. Man. They, they said Ken had a Steve Harvey fro, but 
Ken ain't had a fro since ninety eight. <laughs> so <laughs> right so, now, so, so so they they lying for giggles. Y'all can be in W.O. That is perfectly fine because we got some for you. So without further introduction, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Technical File Podcast proudly presents to you. The number one Eric of the world. <laughs> <laughs> With Kay Harris, the gentleman. Yes. Tim Ken's three. Oh, yeah. With a clap back for that ass for the Sweats and Suits podcast. Hello. <laughs> Fuck them claps. They think because they've been out here longer, they can just. That just makes you old as hell, bro. <laughs> that don't mean nothing. I don't have nothing else to say. Go ahead, spit y'all game. Say what I mean, say. we got Eric, Eric with, with the, the good hair. I think Eric got the good plugs. <laughs> the oh, good man. hair plugs. Man. I mean, he balled in faster than LeBron was. Oh, oh, my. oh my God. LeBron just went bald. Easy's been bald, bald for a minute. We got uh, Mr. Seth. <laughs> Seth with the F. <laughs> <laughs> Seth, I'm sorry, bro. I mean, you, you tried. I mean, but Super ain't gonna save you today. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I'm saying so. You keep the sweats and the meat sweats, bro. Oh, oh, oh! Come on, and, Tim. And easy, you stay off of it. Don't do it, cause Easy sat there and Seth thought it was okay to laugh. You you drag Ken in, cause you thought it was not cool for Ken to laugh. Ken can laugh all he wants to. <laughs> I mean, clowns are made for laughing, right? Oh. What's up? Wait, <laughs> the hell? You throwing shots at me? What type of shit? No, not you, bro. Not you, bro. Not you, bro. What you mean? Clowns were made to be laughed at. My clowns were made to be laughed at. And those are those are the two biggest clowns I know right now. Oh, oh, easy. Be easy. <laughs> Eric, I think it's only you know. Wait, he's easy. Or well, you, you, I'm talking oh, to you. I think it's only proper that you go ahead and end this right. Let them know. Speak your mind, brother. You want an acapella? <laughs> what? Acapella. 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 Just, just, just ignore it. Acapella. No, I mean, I just, I just found it fitting that they chose to be the NWO when what killed the NWO is being old and bloated. Oh. Oh. I don't think there's really anything left to say about that. I mean. Well, at the end of the day. We only have two words to say. Suck, Suck it! <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but for me being uh, for real, y'all know I love y'all. This has been I one don't of know. they don't they might not. Uh-huh. I love y'all. Little this is okay. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> this has been one of the funniest things for me. Y'all been having me at work almost about to die between listening to what y'all say and then going into our group chat. And the memes and the reactions and things like that. Like, it's just been fun. Uh, definitely looking forward to networking with y'all next weekend. Uh, with On the, site. That's Eric. <laughs> <laughs> One clap. Okay. <laughs> so y'all, y'all, y'all just. I thought we was done. We were leaving it alone. Like, that's it. <laughs> we finished and we done. We finished and we done. Oh. We finished and we done. I always just be in China. But Road Dog just too fun to pass up. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna wrap this up though. Y'all know who this is. I am Camille. 
You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Camille Monet. Uh, Monet is spelled M-O-N-A-E because I'm fancy. <laughs> I am K Harris, the gentleman. Um, K Harris two sixteen Twitter, Snapchat. Um, K Harris underscore D A gentleman on Instagram. The uh, Eric J. I am double underscore Eric J on Twitter and Instagram. And it's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three. Give it to me! <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next week. Peace. Peace.